our new bestie has changed how we track our investments. Why have over 400,000 investors chosen ShareSite? It's simple. This online investment dashboard for your investment portfolio supports over 500,000 stocks, ETFs, and funds, plus integrated with more than 200 platforms, ensures your entire investment portfolio is organized and accessible in one place. Move beyond the limited insights from brokerage statements. ShareSite offers a comprehensive view of your financial performance, including analyzed reports, dividend gains, and the impact of currency fluctuations, all through intuitive graphs and visualizations. But here's the best part. For the investee besties out there, ShareSite is offering a special deal. Save four months when you purchase an annual premium plan. It's time to dive deep into performance metrics, streamline tax reporting, and share your portfolio with ease. Join the link in the episode description to sign up to ShareSite now and transform your investment experience. Hello and welcome to Girls That Invest. Today's Monday, which means we're bringing you Sticky Money Monday, a weekly advice column where you give us a sticky money situation you're in, whether your ex owes you money, your friend is asking you to fork out for her wedding, or your flatmate just keeps stealing your oat milk. We are here to give you our unsolicited, unfiltered advice. You are joined today by two retired nice girls, Sim and Sonia, the friends who tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. Let's get started. Hello, Sonia. Hello, retired nice girl sim. See, the benefit of being a retired nice girl is that whenever you give advice to your friends, they know you used to be nice, so they know that you have it in you, but you can just hit them with like the straight facts now and they're like, you know what, she did used to be nice, so it's coming from a good place. But you play the long game. Yeah. They're like, she's learned her lessons and she just wants to stop us from experiencing the same fate. But do we ever stop anyone from experiencing the same fate? No. You know, no. No, we don't. But we can only do our best. And that's why we're here, to help everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into this week's question. Dear Sim and Sonia, so my sticky money situation is a bit confusing, so here's a little bit of context first. Frankly, I love context because often when we do sticky money stories, we're like, well, this is what we do, but we also don't know your age, where you live, obviously like the factors that influence (laughs) our decision making, but we will go off this two sentence paragraph. So thank you. The context is I live in a house with two other young women. We all earn roughly the same amount after tax, but our rents vary dependent on room. Rent is due on the same day every month and we pay it one business day beforehand to make sure it goes through on time. I am the one who organizes all the bills. Rent needs to be transferred to me in advance so I have enough money to pay it. So that's the context and frankly it sounds very organized. So this month I sent a text the day before to remind people to transfer me rent by close of business day on Friday so that I could pay it on time for us. One of the other housemates, housemate one, goes on a huge rant about never having any money and not being able to save, etc. to the point that housemate two starts offering to pay for things for her next week until she gets paid and then can pay her back. I find this hard to watch given I know rent is only 20% of her income and she should be able to comfortably afford it. It's an expected expense. 
Then the next morning on the Friday, so I guess Saturday, she starts trying to push for rent to be paid on Sunday instead. She won't get paid before Sunday, so I'm confused as to why she wants this, which would mean the rent might not go through on time and I'm not comfortable with doing that, which turns into a bit of an argument and now I'm not sure what to do. Please help. I ended up paying rent out of my own pocket and getting paid back, but I am not in a position to do this every month, nor do I want to, even if I could. Please help. Oh, this is the sticky money stories that we are here for. I have such strong opinions on this. So just a little bit of background, a bit of context about Sonia and I. We have both flattered with other people at different stages of our financial journeys at points when we haven't had a lot at points when we have and so I think what we have to say might have some opinion weighted behind it might have some factual life experience so take what we say not with a grain of salt but with complete clarity that we know what we're talking about I also just want to preface what I'm about to say if it sounds like I'm just blowing steam then so be it. Take it away, Sonia. What would you do? I just want to direct this to housemate one and echo what your friend has just said. It is an expected expense. Your friend is not doing you a favor. Like you're not doing your friend a favor to transfer your portion of the rent and bills to pay before you moved in i'm going to assume that you're grown and even if you're not before moving into a house with someone you should know rent is an expense i cannot believe i'm saying these words like rent is an expense that i need to pay these are my share of the bills i have to pay on time that should not be confusing that's not a favor that's you going in before this big decision and forking out your pay. Like, so housemate one, in the kindest way possible, the fact that you don't have any money and you're finding it a struggle to save, that is not your other housemate's problem. That is a very personal problem that you need to reflect on. Maybe find a financial advisor, maybe talk to your family, maybe have budget conversations with your housemates and talk about finances that way. But don't get it twisted. It's not their problem. And it's definitely not like this housemate that is organizing everything that has said, you know what, the money can come out from my account. I don't mind that. I don't mind taking 30 minutes to an hour organizing the bills and being the mother hen. No. Literally, all you have to do every month is transfer your portion of the amount your portion of the bills, your portion of the expenses to this person's account. That's all you have to do. You can set it up automatically, babes. And quite frankly, this business about, I don't want to transfer it on this day. I want to transfer it on the Sunday. I'm sorry, but she's just doing that to get a rise out of you. Like when you were like, it doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense, period, babes. Like it doesn't make sense to anyone. She's just doing it to add to the fire. These are very strong opinions. I want to like definitely say that I agree with you and I just want to get something out of the way I feel kind of bad for housemate one maybe she's got something going on maybe she doesn't but regardless you know I want to be sensitive to the fact that she may be financially making as much as you but maybe she has like hidden expenses that aren't as obvious but in saying that I agree 
it's not their problem yeah, I yeah. agree I, it, it, <laughs> you've got to like be aware that like it's not fair to go well we earn as much therefore our spending should be the exact same because it never will be you know she could have a, a secret illness she could have family that she cares for she could have so many different issues but that does not excuse the fact that her rent is not being paid on time and this doesn't sound like it just happened on Friday this sounds like this has happened a couple of times hence why it's being brought up with us I think we've all given like what is it amnesty courtesy to situations where sometimes you know rent doesn't get paid by your your flatmate and you just kind of help out but it's a one-off and you know they're responsible this sounds like a I see my friend being irresponsible and then they also don't pay rent and we live together and I'm watching this happen and it's very frustrating. In which case, like, how do you go about dealing with that when it's not your problem? What we used to do in our flat is we made a separate bank account and I guess this depends on what country you live in because in New Zealand and Australia, it is very easy to set up a new online bank account. In the States, things like you know, having a new bank account can affect your credit. Having the rent paid from a different account can like stop you from getting high credit scores. So that's a little bit annoying. But in this part of the world, if you set up a bank account that is for the sole purpose of everyone pulling their money into that bank account and then that bank account pays the rent, suddenly it's not on one person's shoulders to fork out all of the money if the money is not in the pot because now it's like okay the money's not in the pot person one you need to put your money in as opposed to the money's not in the pot now I have to put my own money in to make this rent payment. For business owners every transaction is more than just a swipe of the card it's the culmination of your hard work dedication and commitment to your customers. That's why I'm excited to share with you a game-changing solution that's simplifying the way businesses like yours accept payments. Introducing Tap to Pay on iPhone powered by Stripe. Contactless payments has never been easier. You can seamlessly accept contactless payments directly from your iPhone and the best part, there's no additional hardware required. Think about it, from local pop-ups to global retailers, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe cater to businesses of all sizes, empowering them to accept payments right from their iPhones. It's a game changer for businesses looking to scale quickly and stay flexible with quick setup that takes minutes, not days. So how can tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe benefit your business? It's simple, increased revenue, expanded reach and enhanced customer experience. It's a win-win-win. To learn more about how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can transform your business, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone today. Does that make sense? It makes complete sense. And that's why I really empathize with people that have to, there has to be like one person dealing Mm. with all of that and like one bank account because it just sounds like you might be in one of those countries where doing what you said, which is like the easiest thing ever, is not an option. I think bank accounts in general in America and North America, they're so hard. Like you can't even transfer. Like you have to use a separate app to transfer money. Like you can't transfer from bank account to bank account easily. Do you know what I mean? Like bank transfers. The second thing that I want to address here is just your feelings with the whole situation with Housemate 2, you know, paying for things until housemate one gets paid and then can pay her back and how you are finding it hard to watch. I 
completely empathize with where you're coming from. I also have been housemate too multiple times. And I think that now I'm in the year of like the Bank of Sonia is closed <laughs> and I'm being a little bit more mindful of who I give money to or not giving money out, period. I am coming from a position of being housemate too. Do you have any advice for her on this front? Because I know we've had multiple conversations about this and I know you felt like certain types of ways when I've done things. So what would your top tips be to like deal with that? I think my top tips would be one, obviously coming from a place of understanding. No one chooses to wake up one day and be housemate one. Like no one chooses to wake up one day and be like, hey, I'm going to mess with my friends like financial situations for fun. It's sometimes like obviously deeper and so we always like as Sonia has done as I have done as like most people do we give them grace because we never know where they're coming from financially and so it's like understandable and you know every now and again we always want to be so helpful but then it comes to a point where you become you know this person in the sticky situation where you're starting to feel maybe resentful I'm not sure if that's the right word to describe what she's going through but definitely frustrated And it's one extra emotional, like mental thing that you have to worry about. Like everyone has to worry about work. Everyone has to worry about, you know, family drama, friends drama. There's all these different factors. But now you have like this extra emotional block on your shoulders that none of the other flatmates have, which is, is rent going to be paid on time? Am I going to have to follow up my other flatmates? And I think that's extremely unfair. And that's where I put my foot down and say, It's like being, and this is such an old school way of thinking, but you know, like how you have your heterosexual relationships where there's like the man and the wife and the wife does all the emotional labor at home. And it's like, okay, these bills need to be done. This doctor's appointment needs to be done. No one wants to be the emotional labor expending flatmate where you're having to go, okay, well, she's going to pay on Sunday. So I should probably like get the money in today. Like that's not fair on you. And that's where you just draw the line and go, I don't want to do that. And so you've just got to be so strict and not falter because people know that they can pull on your heartstrings a little bit and they know that they can say, well, I don't have this. So like, can you just take care of it? And if you take care of it once or twice, that's so fair enough. But if you continue to be the friend that takes care of it, you're kind of making people rely on you in that way instead of working harder themselves to go, okay, It's an expected expense. I can budget for this. I can reduce my expenses or worst case scenario, I can realize that this house is outside of my budget now for whatever reason and I'm going to have to move and find another location and essentially free up this room for someone who can afford this every single month. And that's a choice they need to make, but it's not the emotional labor you should be dealing with. And that's where I draw the line, which is kind of harsh. And I'm I'm sure it's not nice being in friends one's position, but it's also not nice being in friends two position. And so you've just got to find the nicest way of putting that down. I think to echo what Sim said about coming from a place of understanding and really trying to empathize with housemate one, that's how you can take this as an opportunity to have some really good financial conversations and open that door because 
You don't want to think that they're doing this with malicious intent. And also it's under your assumptions about her bills and where her money is going. So I think right now it seems like a pretty emotionally charged conversation, especially since you've said you've had an argument over it. And I think if you give it like a week, I know it is a time thing because rent is due literally every month. But I think if you give it a week, if you guys wind down and just asking the question, hey, are you open to having a conversation about everything, like in person, let's just chat about it all. And then you've got housemate too, bless them, for being this kind of like mediator in between the two because she's paying her part of the bills on time and it sounds like she's also covering for housemate one. And you can kind of preface and say like we really need to have this conversation and we really need to get what we need to say out I'm going to come from a place of empathy and understanding and see what we can do for the next few months and then that's what it is because it's really easy for these things to get ugly and not so values aligned for lack of better words (laughs) and I know that's not you or your heart and what you would want to do like you don't want to look back at this time and be like I could have handled this with so much more kindness or so much more grace and those are the moments that I regret the most like moments where I could have been kinder so it's kind of taking that pettiness and putting it in the back seat and just also being firm with the fact that you need this person to pay their bills on time because you're not in a position to fork out that money again because that will impact you. And I think what you said before about resentment, I think that is the correct word to use, especially sometimes unknowingly we build up resentment until it's too late and we haven't addressed any of the issues then and there, and then it can come out even uglier. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, I think in conclusion, for my opinion on this, I definitely think that a further conversation needs to be had. I think that it needs to be had after you guys have had the opportunity to cool down and wind down from your previous argument but I think you know what needs to happen and yeah I definitely think that all the housemates and flatmates should be present for the conversation because you don't know whether they can chip in if they're in a financial position to do so just so housemate one gets on track and then you know Hopefully you're all doing things that are within your own boundaries and what you actually want to do, not what's expected of you. I think that is such a great place to leave it. I think that sums up exactly like how we feel about it. And it's a tricky conversation. You can never have these easily, but they need to be had because you never want resentment that's small to turn into resentment where you end up hating your flatmates. And that's how these things happen. You know, you always hear People say, don't live with your best friends or don't live with people you know because it gets ugly. It doesn't have to. It's just about being mature enough to have those conversations and to realize, hey, I don't feel good about how this is being handled. Now, if you have a sticky money story that you want us to cover, please let us know. Send us an email at hello at girlsatinvest.com. There's a link in the description that takes you there directly and you may just be featured in next week's episode. Until next time, Sonia. Till next time, Sim. Bye. Bye.
And as always, to finish off with our disclaimer, Girls That Invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs. We are not financial advisors. The advice from Girls That Invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. Advice from Girls That Invest is general in nature and does not consider individual circumstances. Always do your research and please use your due diligence.